there is some handmade broken toy music by Flaming Tunes. Uh, Flaming Tunes was Gareth Williams and Marie Curie. I say was because Gareth Williams is dead and was because the music was made very long ago, like 37 or so years ago. Uh, Gareth Williams had been traveling in India. This heat broke up and Gareth took an extended uh, trip to India to learn about the music and learn about the culture. And he came home and was hanging out with Marie Curie and it was like, well, let's make a record. You know, let's put on a show, kids. And so they grabbed instruments that were just hanging around the house and a a very simple recording kit, and they made music. I really feel like some of the best music is made under these type of circumstances, that, that the demo quality of being able to make the music when you're ready to make the music when the when the muse arrives you're ready to go and a great deal of the music that we know and we love and we listen to and we worship is in fact the recreation of the music that the artist intended in a moment of great inspiration and the original demo it may never be able to gain the traction of the finished track because we as listeners impart a great deal of importance on the version that we know and love but for the artist they hear their original intent in that original recording and flaming lips is a flaming lips not flaming lips Flaming Tunes is all that. It is all inspiration. It is all muse. And it is a delightful record. So we heard Flaming Tunes in a song called Another Flaming Tune. Before that, Takeko Minikawa. Uh, Takeko Minikawa is an artist from Japan. Uh, Her record is called Rumic Cube. We heard a song called Nevermore. For fans of... uh, of Young Marble Giants. I cannot recommend that record highly enough. It has all the simplicity and the charm of Young Marble Giants without the bleak world view, which as like a 20 year old appealed to me so greatly because I similarly had a bleak world view and I wanted to listen to music that supported that but now, as, as a, a fella of a certain age, when the world is so overwhelmingly bleak, I like something a little bit more upbeat. And Takeko represents that really beautifully. And we began in my room tonight with music from the duo of Antiloper off the Pink Dolphins release. That is music from Jamie Branch and Jason Nazari. Jamie Branch died uh, like a month and a half ago. I'm so bummed out about the loss of Jamie Branch. Uh, 
She was such a terrific artist and such a such a great creator. And just, I don't know. I just really, I really felt like she was moving music forward in a really positive way. Um, like her sound represented what I think of as my super group. Like if I could hear a band that was Miles Davis and Brian Eno and Tony Williams and Ja Wobble and all that was happening in her music. And that Antelope collaboration, I really felt like that was, that was really special. That was going to be the vehicle for her to fully realize uh, what she could do as an artist. But uh, sadly, she is gone, gone. So how are you guys doing? My name is Mike. This is my show. It's called In My Room Radio. It is a couple of hours on the outer limits of the outer limits of musical expression. And I am so glad you're here for it. I have such a humdinger of a show for you. And let's kick it off with some new music from Horse Lords. The Horse Lords bow down before your Horse Lords. So uh, cats and kittens... Boys and girls, non-binary human beings, thanks for coming back and joining me here. Because as of right now, you are in my room.
It's always hard for me when there's silence in music. I feel like I, I gotta jump in. 
like in uh, radio, dead air is a huge hazard. Everybody who's in radio knows that if you go silent, that's not good. That is not good. And like the uh, lights go off and, and sirens start to wail because no sounds are coming from the radio. And that freaks people out. And so that, that took a, a great amount of patience on my part to sit there and let that happen, to let that silence exist. Silence does not exist in radio. So uh, that woman who created that silence and that uh, beautiful sound, they, they knew her as the diva of the diode. Uh, she is Suzanne Siani. She met uh, Bukla, the creator of the Bukla computer, while she was in college. And when she graduated, she became a devotee and an employee of Bukla, uh, actually building the synthesizers to be able to earn enough money at $3 an hour to buy one of these extremely uh, expensive synthesizers. Back in those days, you know, late uh, 1960s, you had to be practically rich to be able to buy a synthesizer. People that that had synthesizers and knew how to play them, they were in great demand. And uh, Suzanne had studied music at Berkeley and was looking forward to getting into a career as a uh, composer and as a musician. And she managed it through uh, commercials and film, which were very interested in these alien analog noises. And there she was in California, ready to create the music. And she is much beloved now, uh, during the time when she was creating her most well-known works, she was not well-known. Uh, but now in retrospect, and luckily for her, she's not really that old. She's in her 70s, uh, still at a prime age to create as, as antithetical as that seems. It, it seems like that we were taught that by the time your hair turns gray and your waistline begins to fill in, that your creative... Uh, juices would have dried up, that your importance societally was over. But time is teaching us that that is not true. Time is the great enemy of the artist, but we are learning that it does not necessarily have to diminish, that the young do not have the uh, market cornered on inspiration, that experience and wisdom can create an artist who can make wonderful work well into their dotage. That's worth noting. I am the person who is making that point, and I am a person that is at the kicking off point of my own dotage. But I, I don't feel any less creative than I did when I was 18, or 36, or 50. I, uh, I feel like my ability to create art is growing 
because my own self-doubt is diminishing. I shouldn't really say my self-doubt is diminishing. I just don't care anymore. Okay, I'm not uh, going to be John Peel. I'm not going to be Salvador Dali. I am not going to be Walt Whitman. But I'm going to be me. And I'm going to, you know, my whatever individual voice I have or you have, we have the right and the ability in the digital age to express it. And personally, I'm not ready to give up the stage yet. And I don't believe that Suzanne Ciani is either. Uh, another aging artist who's still making great music is Martin Rev. Martin Rev was in the duo Suicide, and we heard a track from his record Clouds of Glory called Parade. Before that, Society Etrange off the chance release in a song called Newt. Wulu, before that, Wulu on the younger end of the creative scale, creating great art in his own time off the loggerhead release. We heard a song called Slightly. And we heard music from Horse Lords of the Mess Mend release and a song called Mess Mend. Uh, Horse Lords, originally from Baltimore. I don't know where they're at now, I believe they are world travelers, but they're getting ready to tour Europe. And I believe that's probably where they're at now. That they get together across the ocean uh, to create the music of Horse Lords, which is wonderful. Wonderful. Um, I don't know if this has ever happened to you guys, but occasionally you, you have a uh, get-together with somebody or with a group of somebodies and it goes terribly terribly wrong like a, a job interview or uh, meeting somebody's parents or whatever it is and I met the horse lords a few years ago they had played a show and I'm one of those people if I see somebody whose art inspires me I have to go talk to them it doesn't matter whether I'm prepared to go talk to him. I just, I gotta go talk to him. And at this particular show, I just had a huge cup of coffee. Like I had gone to the concession and I said, I'll have a small black coffee. And the lady at the concession was sort of giving me the eye, you know, the secret look. And she gave me this huge coffee. It was like, I don't know, 24 ounces, 30 ounces of coffee. And, uh, you know, I was sort of thinking about that, about what happened, about getting the big coffee. So I'm watching the show, which is very energetic, inspired, kinetic music, and drinking this coffee. So by the time the show is over, I've had what for me is a massive dose of caffeine and so I go from member to member. They're all like filtered into the audience, talking to their families and people. And like, I just, I could not stop myself. Like after speaking to the first member and botching it and like fumbling my words and, 
all that and, and just appearing to have had some sort of massive head injury, I just doubled down and went and spoke to the next one. That went poorly too. I was like, I'm all in now. And I just moved my way through the quartet. And I imagine, this is probably not true. This is just my ego. But I imagine that later, like they were driving home and they were like, did you meet that dude, that weird dude that said he was a DJ that played our music? How could that guy be a DJ? But, you know, that's just what I think. That That is the way it works in this head. Speaking self-doubt but I you know I wish that I could go back and scrub that but you know that's what I really wonder about even if I could get in a time machine and go back to the end of the show and I saw those four guys in the audience would I be able to just walk away I'm just not good at that when I once that notion hits me I, I gotta go I gotta talk to them you know like like sometimes I'm with my wife and my wife is not as she's not really into all that she can see a great artist make great art and not say a word to him so usually I would like make a beeline for the person and I turn around she's not there she's you know 20 yards away looking at me like you're on your own kid work it out so anyway Anyway, uh, this music we're listening to now is by Ghost Power. Ghost Power is a duo of Tim Kane, or Tim Gain, not Tim Kane, Tim Gain from the Cavern of Antimatter and Stereolab and Jeremy Novak from Dimaxion. And they, the duo, are going to carry us to the end of hour number one of In My Room. But hour number two is coming up. So, hey, stick around, okay? Don't go. I'll be back.
man, happy, uh, danceable music inspired by the continent of Africa, but actually created by a tribal collective out of Sweden. They're known as goats. They got a new record out called Head Soup. So get it, goats, head, soup. Or a song called Relax. Goats are really weird, man. Really just bizarre. My brother had goats. And prior to him getting goats, I just didn't know. I, I'd never really. The only time that I had ever been close to a goat was uh, at one time I had a job as a salesman for Pepsi. I had to go around to places and convince them to start selling Pepsi. And I uh, went into a halal market and the dude was willing to talk to me about putting in a Pepsi cooler. So we're sitting at his desk and behind him, uh, there is an area that looks like a, a spot where people might shower. It didn't have a curtain, but it had a drain in the floor and it had like uh, tiles. Uh, so two guys come in while I'm talking to the dude about Pepsi and they take a goat and they hang it up on a hook and they, uh, they cut open its gut and they pull its guts out and then they skin it and they do all this while I'm talking to this dude about Pepsi. And I'm sure that even though I am a Caucasian individual, I turned a much lighter shade of white and probably an improbable shade of green. He did not end up buying the Pepsi. But I, on the other hand, learned a great deal about goat anatomy. But yeah, my brother had goats. And they're, they're weird, man. They got really weird eyes. And they're very social. So when you walk out into a bunch of goats, they're really curious. They're like, what do you got? You know, can I, can I chew on your shoelaces? Can I eat your belt? Really bizarre, too, that my brother ended up being a farmer. Like, both of us grew up in the suburbs. And when I was, like, 10 years old and my brother was 13, he joined the Future Farmers of America. And I was thinking, well, there's got to be a pretty girl in that group, in that club. Because I don't have any idea why my brother would be there otherwise. He had never shown any interest in farming. He had never planted anything in his life. But he did it. You know, he was that weird kid. That kid who at, at 13 knows they want to be a doctor or a lawyer or a farmer as improbable is that may be. That's what he wanted to do. Uh, and that's what he did. I, I don't plant anything. I have house plants that are barely hanging on to life. Like this, this could be like a uh, cancer treatment 
area for houseplants. They're still alive, I think, but they don't talk to me anymore. I don't know that they wouldn't rather be dead. But the, I, you know, I bought them. I'm trying to limp them along. And that is about as, as close to farming as I get. So before the music of Goat, we heard uh, music from Nicholas Gonin. Nicholas Gonin is the other name of a performer. His mom and dad called him Nicola. Nicola Sanguin. But uh, for reasons that I'm not really clear on, he changed his name to Nicholas Gonin. Uh, he has a delightful record out called Hula Hula Kane. And we heard a song called Kiwa. Hans Reichel, before that, off the Lower Lurum release. And a song called Mr. and Mrs. Alcohol. And we began with music off a record I just love. It's called What Does It Mean to Be American? It is by Robert Stillman. We heard a song called Deep Time USA. So I'm Mike. How you doing? Thank you for being here for hour number two of In My Room Radio. I still have some absolutely delightful music, so don't go anywhere. Stick around. Oh, 
Oh man, you gotta, you gotta love those analog synthesizers, or I do. I don't know if you have to, but I do. That is Chip Kinman off the Great Confrontation and a song called San Francisco Fog, 1977. You know, I, I mentioned those beautiful old analog synths. I don't really know that that is what Chip Kinman is playing. Or like back in the first hour, I was playing music by Martin Rev. I don't know that Martin Rev still plays those beautiful old cranky analog machines. Because these days you can get apps on your iPad that sound exactly the same. It's, it's, it's a wonderful way to cheat the system. And it's something that I do. I love those, those apps. Like I bought, a, I bought a beautiful synthesizer one time in my life. And it was really confounding trying to figure out how to play it. But I had it on a desk, and I guess the cat that I had at the time was mad at me. And the cat peed on my synthesizer, put his little furry haunches right over top of it and peed on it. And I didn't know. And it sat in the urine for about a week and ruined the synthesizer. So I never bought another one. I was heartbroken. I was so mad at that kitty cat, but uh, you know, just a cat. Before that, music from Vinnie Riley. Vinnie Riley is the Derudi column from the return of the Derudi column for a song called Colette. Jeff Barsky, similarly, is Insect Factory. We're a song off the work release called Slow Oxygen Loss. Jeff has a new record out, which is delightful. And I compel ye, go to Bandcamp, check it out. Jeff Barsky, Insect Factory, Bomus Prendon. Bomus Prendon, a uh, collective that I am in fact a member of. Off the Hectic Sleeper release and a song called an ill wind blows no good. Sherry Knight from American Rituals. Sherry Knight recorded that record like 40 years ago and it never came out, but it is out now and it is wonderful. It represents the era that she recorded it in well, but I gotta admit, when I heard it, I thought it was brand new. So I I acted as if, as a listener, instead of suspecting it, instead of sniffing it experimentally to see if I could like music from four decades ago that I had never heard before, I accepted it as absolutely contemporary and instantly, as a result, loved it. That is the really weird thing about perception. If I perceive it as old and otherwise unheard, I have to think about it. But if it is new, like the Chip Kinman, the Chip Kinman is new, but it could easily be old. It just isn't. 
so I listen to it differently. I think that is universal, but I don't know. But uh, back in the previous break, I was talking over music by Isambard Kustavlia. Nah, man, I should have should have practiced that before I said it. Kustavliov. Eisenbard Kustavliov. Off the Transhuman Harmelotics release. Harmelotics, if I'm not mistaken, an invention of the great Ornette Coleman. And a song called Doctrine. So, hey people, cats and kittens, boys and girls, non-binary human beings, People of Earth, thank you for being here for the show tonight. If you'd like to re-listen to it, please, uh, by all means, go to inmyroom.podbean.com. If you would like to drop me an email, it is inmyroomradio at gmail.com. And I leave you tonight with music by New York's Onida, off the new record, which is called Success. This is Low Tide, so hey, see you next week with more in my room but until then bye